0: By sending a daily memo, you're slotting yourself in to that follow-up section. You're really taking over that middle part, right? And you're taking over it in a way that the business owner just does not expect. Because trust me that they haven't gotten results that are as consistent as this before. Hello, and welcome to Million Dollar Memos. I'm your host, Peter Visser, and you have just entered the weirdest marketing podcast on the internet, because we'll be exploring how we use these simple 325-word daily memos to generate over $2 million per year in sales and blow up high-ticket calendars for our clients without using scarcity funnels or anything tricky or weird. I'll be joined from time to time by other founding members like Linus Rylander, Frankie Frenner, and Zach Van aka the Memo Men. Let's go. A couple of men just hanging out with our Yetis. A couple of men with their Yetis. Yes, man, <laughs> just shoot, shooting the shit, telling Nothing people how to, to make, see here. how to make dollars. You literally <clears throat> today you made a fifteen k in high
1: ticket sales Fifteen k, yeah. So in two 15K. hours, so in two hours, I made one seven thousand five hundred dollars sale and one five yeah. k sale. Yep. Oh, so that's 12500 k in sales. Yep. 12, Stop lying. Just tell us the truth, Zach.
0: Just shoot it to me straight.
1: <laughs> tell me how it is, man.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's it awesome. So what we're going to do now is we're going to go through how to sell the daily memo, right? Yep. So we're going to show people what it is that we say that you say more specifically to get
1: $60,000 copywriting clients. Exactly. Talk about high ticket, baby. Yeah, this is going to be sick. All right, okay. Let's not faff around. We just dive straight into it, man.
0: Yeah, well, I just want to quickly describe what daily memo is. So, daily memo is essentially a uh, a piece of copy that we write. I'll write. Look straight into the camera as I'm saying it. It's a piece of copy that we write, 325 words write them every single day, and then send them out for clients. And it literally takes half an hour a day to write. If you don't know what it is, then definitely check out some of our other podcasts or whatever. But basically what we do is we try to, we don't optimize for a click. We don't optimize for the open rate or anything like that. We optimize for insight. So we the the the, the sheer aim of these little daily memos is to deliver insight to an audience. And we sell those for 60K per year per client. And it madness. takes about half an hour a day. Sorry? Madness. <laughs> it is madness. Yeah. yeah <laughs> and crazy. it takes half an hour a day to deliver on, to fulfill. So the tail is really short. The deliverable is like, it's so systemized that if you're a copywriter or you're any, you you can just write a blog post, if you're able to do that, then you're able to write these daily memos. And if you do it correctly, you can then get three clients and get like 180K a year. It's like it's, it's like the best thing in the world. And and we actually set up a business where we sell this as a service because we're just getting stupid results for it. I think we've got 70 high ticket, high ticket sales appointments that we generated in the last seven days
1: for one of our clients, you know, yes. and they sell that for five And they've stopped paying for ads, by the way. They stopped paying for money. ads because they haven't paid up. for ads in in a month now. They have they haven't spent any money on ads purely because of this. Because we're driving so many high
0: ticket sales appointments to them. So we're going to, but still before that client signed up, right. They were hesitant. They were really hesitant to come because they're like, oh, these are just daily emails. Any copywriter could do this. And so, so we were like, no, they're not just daily emails. They're all this other bunch of stuff. And then we gave them an (laughs) offer they can't refuse. And so I'm going to, I'm going to tell you a little bit more about the offer that you can't refuse to people so that you can lock them in for 60 K per year.
1: So, we're gonna, all right, we're going to fill you in all that stuff. Yeah, dude, let's super excited to speak about this. So, so first, so I'm I'm showing the document. So we're going to send you this document. So you can you can check this out, and you know we're going to make it better and better as time goes on. But everything's laid out here. We're just going to kind of discuss it together. So let's just yeah. dive into it. So I think like the first thing we've already mentioned a couple of things, but like Pete, like why why do this? Like why would someone as a copywriter so we're not speaking as a business bringing in this service. Yeah. So someone as a copywriter, why would they want to go out and offer this service to somebody?
0: Well, what for one for the recurring income? That's the one part because as a copywriter, you're always you're you know someone's like needs a VSL or someone needs a promotion, someone needs a campaign, and so you could charge them like five, ten, fifteen thousand, twenty thousand dollars upfront, and then you got to come out and hunt for a client. Like, what if you could actually? just work half an hour a day and and get 60K? What if you could work an hour a day and get 120K? So what this could do is it could serve as like your base income. So if your base income as a copywriter, let's say it's 180 grand a year, then that's three clients. That's that's an hour and a half a day. It frees you up so much to do other things. Like if you want to do VSLs, if you want to do webinars and you want to do all that John Carlton sales, that's a copyright and stuff that people do, then that's fine. But have something that's 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 giving you that recurring income and something that makes you impossible to fire. Because what happens is, is you take over, and I might be getting ahead of myself, but you take over one of the three things that grows a business and go, uh, three things, right? Three things. Memo, oh, I mean, We are going to get
1: into this, but, but
0: high yeah. level, what are they? High, high level, right? You generate the lead, you follow up with the lead, you close the lead. Those are the three things that grow a business, right? So if you could follow up more, they're going to close more sales. So this is what you're doing. You're taking, up, you're taking over the entire follow-up process by giving them daily memos. And this makes you unfireable because this is actually the part that makes the most money. Generating the lead does not make as much money as following up with a lead. Closing the lead, you can't improve this by 400%, right? It's just not possible. You can only ever improve by maybe 10, 20, 30%, right? But this, I mean, this is where 90% of the cash is made in a business, right? If you do it correctly. And so this allows you just to take over that entire portion of the business, which makes you unfireable. When my copywriters came to me and they said, look, we want to write you daily memos. And I was like, okay, whatever. The, the, the whole way how we got there was, okay. it's a long story, but basically what happened is, is they, they made themselves unfireable. And they made so much money for my business. Business went from $95,000 a month to 183 on average now. That's probably mm-hmm. going to increase over the next couple of months. But so the business doubled, right? And got rid of all campaigns, got rid of everything. So now these two copywriters are unfireable because they've taken over that entire follow-up process. And, and we made just so much money and they're only working half an hour a day. So I'm cutting them this massive check every month And I mean, I'm paying them 7,500 bucks a month for this. So that's, well, 80-something thousand, right, for writing daily memos for my business. And I was like, holy shit, like, could I sell this to other business owners? Because they're working half an hour a day. And so I teamed up with them and you, and I was like, dude, we need to, we need to sell Daily memos to other businesses because this is so profitable because working half an hour a day, <laughs> you get so much money. It's just no-brainer stuff. It's a no-brainer offer. And it is so systemized. Like the whole, th- we SOP'd the whole thing. So if you don't know what that means, is basically we turned the whole thing into a standard operating procedure. So now writing that Daily Memo is an operations thing. Like you just like follow the steps and because we have like 300 daily memos in our vault, we actually repurpose a lot of them. And so when we bring on a new client, we'll have like 30 memos written for them in no time and get 5K pa- cash up front, you know? But we'll get to that in a second. Yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry. I'm like, I'm getting way ahead of myself. Dude, just is, the
1: thing is, is man, worried. is like, you're just... You, this, this is the thing with this, is it makes like... Once we, once we finish this little session today between me and you, like anyone that actually listens to this whole thing all the way through is going to be just as excited as you and me about this, because once you fully grasp the concept of something that seems so simple on the outset, but it solves so many complex problems for so many businesses. Mm. Once you get that, it's like everything is titillating. (laughs) You're just ready to rock and roll. Let's just dive into it. So let's just speed through these next two things. So who's it for? So we're talking about high ticket sellers, people of, you know, basically anyone that's selling anything online. If you have any type of products, we're talking about someone that's, that's selling info products, physical products, YouTube channels, agencies, consultants, affiliate programs. This is who it's for. Do you want to add anything to that, Pete?
0: Yeah. So, I mean, what perspective is this? So when we
1: say, who is this for, who who will you be selling this to? Exactly. This yeah. Daily Memo service. Yes. Yeah. Right. So okay. As a copywriter, who will you be providing this service to? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And who may not want this? Well, I really want to highlight the idea of may, <laughs> because, you know, as you kind of start communicating with people, they may not want this because there's a few reasons. One, they may feel like they've got a darling already. So P mentioned there's these three aspects, right? We've got lead generation, follow-up, and then we've got we've got the sales aspect. And a lot of businesses may feel they've got that dialed in already. They may they, they may feel like they're already frequently following up with their audience. And so initially, and this is just kind of laying out what you may be facing, right? When you speak with someone, they may feel like they they don't want this. But by the time you've gone through everything that we're going to discuss today with them, that's going to change from a, I don't want this to a, when can I sign and when can I get started? Yeah. So- as a copywriter, so speaking directly to copywriters that are listening to this, right, there's this awesome, incredible model that we're speaking about now that you can take, you work in 30 minutes a day, it's going to 60 grand a month. But yeah. what challenges are you going to face? 60 grand a year. <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, I mean, if they freaking go, you know, you know, everything all into this, then 60 grand a month. But anyways, what yeah. challenges are you going to face as a copywriter? A few things. I'll just speed through what they are. So you may come across, and this is the same with any kind of sales process when you're selling anything. You've probably faced this, this already as a as a, as a as a copywriter. You walk, you start working with a business, start communicating with a the business, They may be reluctant to change, right? This may be a new concept for them, they may be reluctant to that. They may already have a profitable business and, and they may feel like this is unnecessary. They may view it initially as just that any other copywriting service, they may not see the full benefit upfront. They may not want to fire their current copywriter. You're coming in as this new guy off the block offering this awesome service, and they may not want to fire their current copywriter. You also may be bad at sales. You may be an incredible copywriter, but you may suck at sales, and you may have no sales process dialed in to take them through. So the whole purpose of what we're going to speak about today is basically how you can take the challenges that you probably will face. Even though you get the idea of everything we're going to speak about today, you potentially may face these challenges, but... The whole idea of this of this conversation between me and Pete, this document, is to is to equip you so that you can go in and you once you walk through everything that that this service will do for a business, for a client, for a business owner, then hopefully these challenges will be dramatically minimized.
0: Well, I mean they, they will, because basically the, the the challenge that you face as a copyright is that you're just a copywriter. You're a commodity across the space. There's just like and there's, so and there's thousands of them. people. Yeah. <laughs> right. there's, there's tens of thousands of copywriters and copywriters who think they're good copywriters when they're not, but they're competing with you on price. And so what you want to do is you want to completely separate yourself from the pack and you want to speak the language of business. So With my business, because I was a copywriter originally, like originally, and then I couldn't make it work. So I I started up an online business. That's how difficult copywriting is. (laughs) It was easier for me to have a 100 grand a month business online than to actually write copy (laughs) as a service, right? And so, and the reason is simple, because you're just one amongst a sea of lots of people and business owners think that they know everything. And I'm just quickly going to demonstrate this point. Right here is a book by... Here Dan Kennedy, right is a book, "The Ultimate Sales Letter." And in the first, very first paragraph, it sums up all of your problems that you have as a copywriter. It's actually in the second. Paragraph. It says like basically what this book is for. It says understand how sales letters work, and you'll have the power to create a successful business and the life you want to live. So it's talking to the business owners. And then it goes. By the time you you're done with this book, you'll have an understanding. Plus, you'll know how to recognize fatal flaws in letters written for you. So this book, where you think it's written for copywriters, is written for business owners to judge your copy. And this is what happens. And I can go to John Carlton, actually, his copyright and secrets books, uh, Kick-Ass Copyright and Secrets. And it's the same thing. He talks about the business owner and the business owner and making more sales and whatever. They're not actually talking to copywriters. So all these business owners that you're talking to, they've read this book. They've read the $100 million office. They've read Russell Brunson's series right here. Sorry, I'm like going off the mic here. They've read all that stuff. So they're
1: judging you through this lens of they know everything, I mean, right? I mean they've got to be generalists too, right? Because right. In, you know, in in order to be you know to create an online business, you've 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 got to be pretty good at a lot of things. Mm. So so most online you know most business owners that have an online business, they're probably going to understand copywriting to a pretty decent level, anyways. Yeah, right. And on top of that, they've probably read the books as well that you're reading. <laughs> yeah, taken
0: the courses you've taken. Yep. Um, and they they've got egos, man. Us online business, when, when my business first hit 100 grand a month, I had such a fucking ego on me. Like you wouldn't believe, like I just thought I knew everything, right? And then I got yeah, humbled kidding. by the process. <laughs> like business kicked my ass after that and almost went broke and then kind of pulled things out the bag. So I'm always trying to stay humble now. But but business owners, are their ego, they have these
1: massive egos, and you experience this a lot, Zach. With the yeah, business. dude. I mean, I've worked with a lot of you know business owners as a sales professional within like the you know the online you know yeah. the online business space. So this is what yeah, you're facing. Yeah. So how do we break that down? How do we like literally
0: break that down? Speak their language, and so yep. that so that you could you could charge a big, you
1: know, a huge amount. Well, let's dive into it. So let's look at, okay. So we're speaking about you as a copywriter, you've got this, this daily memo service that you're going to go and you're going to offer to businesses. Let's look at the high level benefits, right? So this is the high level benefits for the business owner. We've got four things, right? Just a really high level, just just, just, just to summarize it succinctly. Number one, this is going to simplify their business dramatically. Number two, increase profit levels dramatically. Number three, it's going to give them access to invaluable data that's going to allow them to scale their business even more. So they're hitting 200K a month. Cool. Well, this will allow them to scale to three, 400K. And it's also going to allow them to build immense trust and authority with their audience. So the way that the audience perceives them is going to change dramatically through the process of this daily mobile service. So if we summarized everything, and there's one thing that you just really focus on throughout this whole entire TED talk that we're going to be going through is what this is going to do. It's going to trans, it's not just a copywriting service. It's going to transform the business of the people that you're going to be working with.
0: Mm.
1: How's it do it? Okay, dude, three parts to any business. Let's just, let's just knock this out of the park, dude. Talk to me about the three parts of every business, dude.
0: Right. So as business owners, and these are the kind of people you're selling to, we're always... It's like shiny object syndrome is like a massive thing, right, Zach? So you got, I used to do deadline funnels because I had the deadline funnel software for like $67 a month. And so someone comes into my funnel, I give them a specific deadline that's attached to their email. And then I would run a campaign according to that deadline. And then if they click on something, they get a new deadline for a different product. I had these crazy automations. I once did the invisible webinar that Russell Brunson talks about. So people paid like 50 bucks for a webinar. Then we delivered like a four hour webinar and then we upsold them to other stuff. I had ridiculous funnels, which did all sorts of shit, you know, I mean, the, the, the web of stuff that we have, Dude, had I mean, I've, crazy.
1: I've worked with you for four years now and yeah. you know, it's, it's, I mean, I've seen it firsthand, right? Yes. You know, the amount, the amount of ideas and things we've tested and not just kind of pulling things out of your ass and trying to come out with like new ideas, random ideas. Mm. I mean, we've definitely done that too, but you know, proven things that other businesses are using, we've, you know, we, we tried it right? Everything,
0: everything. Yeah, Dude, I was on Frank Kern's inner circle. And I remember running a campaign based on what he said to me. I I spoke to him live and I said, look, I've got this situation. What should I do? And I ran a campaign based on what he said. I made some decent money, made like 30 grand, but it was nothing like the daily memo. So basically (laughs) what I realized in the end, because I almost went broke, right? My business went from zero to $150,000 a month in like six months. And then from there, it just, precipitously, like, just went down to like maybe like 90, 95K a month. And then it kind of just like stayed there. Some months would we'll do 60,000. Some months would we'll do like 150,000. But the average was like 95. Because I didn't understand this concept that actually business is very simple. Actually, but more uh, specifically, customer acquisition is actually very simple. And that's what you're doing as a copywriter. You are only in customer acquisition. You are in nothing else, right? And all you have to do is generate the lead, follow up with a lead, and close the lead. Those are the only three things you could possibly do. So when you go into a business, you have to understand exactly what of these three things you are doing and then do them well. So the Mm. first one, lead generation, right? Are you going to be writing ads? Are you going to be writing YouTube scripts? Are you going to write podcasts, Instagram, TikToks, even webinars like webinar registrations? Those are all things that generate leads. So is that what you're doing? So usually as a copywriter, you'd come in, you'd be like, right, I'm going to write the webinar. I'm going to do the lead magnet. Then I'm going to write the follow-up series, also called a stick series, Seinfeld series, whatever you want to call it. I'm going to do the social media posts. And this is <laughs> Sorry, that. dude, and I I'm just
1: very- I just thought of, uh, you know, Little Britain where it's like, I'm going to write the webinar, star on the webinar. <laughs> so if, if no one knows what i'm talking about it's a comedy comedy show from england i know uh i know little britain but i don't know that um, that reference yeah there's a there's a there's a scene we don't need to get into it now it just made me laugh
0: <laughs> so, so so but really ultimately and you and, and your business owner that you're going to be working with probably doesn't really understand the simplicity of this you just need to know how to generate a lead And then you need to know how to follow up with it. And then you need to know how to close it. And that's it, right? So the closing part is actually, if you have a landing page, you have a product of of any sort where someone goes to it and you have a sales page, right? That's the least important part. Because if you generate leads and then you follow up with them correctly, you're able to build rapport, you're able to build value, you're able to build what I like to call affinity. And affinity is a natural liking and familiarity with something. So by sending a daily memo, you're, you're, you're slotting yourself in to that follow-up section. You're really taking over bit. that middle part right? And you're taking over it in a way that the business owner just does not expect because they, they trust me that they haven't
1: gotten results that are as consistent as this before. So, or, or what can happen is this, right? You know, I mean, there's a business that I work with where they don't really have any kind of follow-up process. So their whole business model, and this is kind of, you know, Sam Evans' whole idea is that you generate the lead and then you just close the lead. Right. Yeah. So it's this, it's this really quick cycle and they just forget the middle bit completely. It's like, let's just oh, spend cool. as much as we can acquire as many people as we can pump them through to pump them through a very quick sales funnel, get them on, on the phone with a high ticket close and let's just close it as, as quickly as possible. Right? right. And so you're right. Some people, first of all, don't understand the simplicity of these three aspects and they complicate mm-hmm. it, you know, either mentally or they're actually complicating it or they miss out the middle bit completely right? And they just have lead generation and closing. Yeah. Yeah. But it's,
0: it's the biggest gap in the market because everyone hates doing it. Everyone hates doing follow-up and everyone's
1: doing it incorrectly. Yeah. Um, So this is what we're going to talk about. So, so what are the challenges an online business owner faces when it comes to follow-up? So I'll just, I'll just run through these things. So we, I mean, first of all, we don't have many methods to do it, right? We've got, you know, basically it's, it's so, we've acquired the lead. Now we have them, we've got them in our list and now we have to nurture them. We've got to follow up with them. So how do we do that? Right? Well, there's not many things that we can actually do. We've got, we can communicate them with with via email. Yes, we've got social media. So hopefully they also follow us on social media and we can kind of, we can kind of grab their attention there, or we can do special campaigns and promotions. And that's pretty much it. Mm. Right? So there's not many methods. The second thing is, is cool. Well, we know we need to follow up with them, but then we run into this massive barrier where, where frequency can burn out your audience, right? If you're, if you're doing it the wrong way, if you're following up with them frequently in the wrong way, they're just going to put you, either they're going to put you into their spam folder or, <laughs> yeah. or it's going to be done for you by, by their email provider, right?
0: For, 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 yeah. Cause I mean, frequency is a huge thing. Like you could annoy the shit out of people by emailing them every single day. And there's some gurus who will remain unnamed that email me three times a day. And every email is like deadline, last chance. This like, that's what they believe follow-up is. And it pisses me off and I'm not spending money with them. And I'm an ideal customer. I've got 180 grand a month business. Like I could, like, you know, I buy high ticket programs all the time for 10 grand, 15 grand. You know, I want to be part of masterminds where it's 30 grand a year. And so, but they annoy me so much. And then, so I don't buy them.
1: (laughs) Right, right. Um, because uh, the only the yeah. only time you see anything from them, there's a flipping countdown. It's oh like here it's it's the it's the monthly countdown, it's arrived again, right?
0: Dude, if I get another countdown timer, like I I, I just unsubscribe immediately. It's
1: just it, it, it's so annoying. So right. Annoying. So it's frequency not done right. And then we've got this third thing, right? Which is to follow up takes creativity. Like if you're gonna do it right, it takes time and it takes resources in order to do that. Right. And generally what business owners will do is, is they'll allocate it according to the business model that they have. They'll allocate those resources to the highest leverage place. And for them, that's probably going to be in lead generation or closing. Right. Because Mm -hmm. for most businesses, a follow up isn't a massive part of what they do right? So the next thing is they may not be aware, we kind of touched on this already, they may not be aware of the benefits of following up. And just to, just to clarify what we're talking about here, we're talking about following up properly, creatively with people, right? They may not be aware of the benefits of actually doing this as well.
0: Well, let me just, yeah, well, let, let me just jump in there because it says times needed for creative follow-up. So if you have to come up with a new angle, a fresh perspective, fresh insight every single day, which is what the Daily Memo does consistently, it takes a lot of creative energy if you don't have a framework around it, right? If you don't have a, it's something that basically generates your ideas for you. Like we actually use some AI. Like Frank uses AI a lot in order to help him generate those that, that those creative ideas, right? It's your creativity gets applied to different things. So I used to think about all these Noah's Ark campaigns, right? These like the coming storm is coming or this event is going to Jump happen. Jump in now well. or you're dead. yeah Yeah, exactly buy my stuff now or you will like starve to death and your family are going to die out in the cold it's like it's like fear-based event-based kind of stuff and that takes an immense amount of creativity so and then when i focus on that it's like boom you know would knock out a campaign we'll make sixty thousand dollars like yeah that was like highly leveraged like that was like worth it for me
1: and so but the real estate to do that is massive right yeah like the mental real estate the creative real estate Dude, it's, it's, it's exhausting a lot.
0: Man. to come up with that right. every single month. It was absolutely exhausting. And so I couldn't, so the emails are like an afterthought. The follow-up is like an afterthought. Cause I just came up with this massive campaign. You know, we wrote this huge sales letter, we wrote this webinar, we delivered it. And, and then so the emails are like, Oh, okay, actually, well, we just need to bang out emails to a deadline. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> And yeah. so the, 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 there's no creative room for follow-up Whereas if you focus the creativity on the follow-up, just leave all the other is. shit because yep. that builds a relationship with people. It increases the authority that you have with your audience. Well, then a sale becomes really easy,
1: you know? And, and you know, like, you know, thinking about like, you know, special campaigns, these like no strategies. Yeah. Not only does it take a lot of mental real estate to do, but but there's a very high chance that if you're doing those kind of campaigns within a business, right? You're writing these like monthly webinars to kind of generate a lot of cash. There's a high chance that, you're, that your company, your business relies heavily on that, right? Yeah, and so there's, sure. there's this also emotional baggage that you're carrying with you every single month where it's like, I've got to freaking deliver on this because if I don't do a good job writing this VS, you know, writing this webinar, the company's not going not, not gonna to make any money this month as well. So it's not just the creative real estate, but it's the emotional real estate of doing that month after month after month. And as a copywriter, if you fuck up, Month one and there's no sales, right? Who, who are they going to get rid of? You're easily changeable, right? They'll just bring in another copywriter and there's fifty thousand copywriters behind you that can yeah. replace you, right? That's um, say that, that they're are... better than you. Exactly, <laughs> exactly, and they'll, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so this sure. is the deal, guys. So these are the challenges that that a lot of businesses face you know when it comes to this middle part of their business so what have we done so this is we're going to get down to the juicy stuff so i'm excited about this so the memo men we are the memo men and we have created memo a men. method the memo memo men <laughs> dude there are three biz, there are three parts to a business yes the memo men take care of it boom <laughs> <laughs> so The memo it. It was so, so cool we're so cool. Too cool for school. So Men, So, we created a method of getting an offer in front of an audience every single day, mm. right? Every single day without burning them out, right? And it all pivots around moving people to some kind of realization every single day, giving them value, entertaining them and moving into action. So they come back every single day. I'm going to speed through some of this because we've already discussed it. There's complexity to this. And we've discussed all the all the complexity, right? There's a huge amount of complexity when when communicating with your audience every single day with the goal of driving them to some kind of action, which is a sale. Mm. There's so much complexity involved with that, right? So what do we do? Well, guys, we solve all of these issues with 325 words created every day to your list. Yep. So let me so
0: I just I just want to put something to it. You see this book? I'm gonna keep pulling books off my shelf so I look clever. <laughs> Let alone, I haven't actually read any of these books. Haven't like, read any of them. I I, re- I read them on <laughs> I read them on my iPad. So I like I've like barely opened this book, you know. But I've just got it because and this one as well. I actually listened to this book on tape and read it that's at right. the same time, but on my iPad. So I just have these for decoration. <laughs> oh, that's right. Man. But anyway, so what we've done is you. Know, so you know, Alex or Mosey's hundred million dollars off. Million. I, everyone does, I'm sure. All right? Yeah. If you, <laughs> If, if you, you don't, you should check them out. If you if you create an offer that follows this formula, all you then have to do is write 325 words a day, so that they can see the offer frequently, and that's it. That's how my entire business runs. We went through this last August, and uh, and that's and that's it. That's the entire thing. So the Memo men have simplified business. We've taken away all campaigns, everything. All we do is create a grand slam offer that follows the framework in this book, right? And I I just did literally a whole podcast with Linus about this specific concept. And uh, we'll put a link below so you guys can go watch that. But create a grand slam offer and then get people to see it every day. And that's it. So all campaigns, all autoresponders, all everything. Drive um, towards that offer. Have, to, yeah. Oh, sorry. No, we don't ref- even have them. <laughs> we don't even have them, right? We just have, we get rid of them. Five words a day, sending people to something like this,
1: right? And that's it. That's literally the whole business.
0: And this is the last time I'm going to hold up this book.
1: Dude, I think you should just hold on to it for the rest of this podcast. So, on the surface, so you guys are probably sitting there thinking, hold on a second. So, you're telling me that you're able to simplify a business where you, fundamentally do two things. You create a grand slam offer, and then you do 325 words per day. And this has enabled you to take, well, we're gonna, we've got plenty of examples, but one example is the business that, that, that we've been working with, 90K to 180K, right? It's a piece business. 90K yeah. to 180K, right? With this simple framework, and that's it. Now, here's the thing. On the surface, guys, it seems incredibly simple. Underneath, it is actually simple. <laughs> this whole thing is incredibly simple, right? It's not just this fictitious thing where Around it's like... The back, all the... It's also incredibly simple. It's, it's just every way you look at it, it's simple. You come
0: from the side and you look left, it's also <laughs> it's simple. G- it's I just look simple.
1: right, that is retarded. That's it.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, you don't have to be clever to run a
1: 108K a month business. You know, I don't even know my yeah. left from right. So, But yeah. here's the thing. It solves a lot of complex problems. So yeah. this is where the real kind of juice from the daily memo kind of sits, right? Because although it's a very simple concept, if you understand how to use it and how to apply these 325 words, first of all, how to do it properly and then how to apply it to a business properly, which we're going to speak about. If you understand that, it's going to solve a whole range of really complex problems within any business that you go into. So should we freaking do this? Should we just dive in, man?
0: Yeah, dude, let's dive in. It's only been, it's only
1: been an hour already. So first thing, right? Let's start tip of the iceberg. So the number one thing that most business owners are going to care about when you communicate with them about any kind of new product service, they're going to care about results, right? And what does that mean? Well, results fundamentally come down to money in the back, right? Sales. How much money are they going to make from this new thing that you're going to you're going to mention to them. So how does the daily memo drive sales? Now, I really want to highlight this. This is the tip of the iceberg, but we're starting here because this is what's going to matter initially to most business owners. Yes. So after an analysis on the data, right, we've looked at the data. This is proven. We've done it. We're looking at two things, right? First of all, tangible quantifiable areas that it drives results. And then there are areas that are less quantifiable, right? So let's look at the tangible stuff. Numbers, two things. So two things, right? The first thing that it's going to do, it's going to drive action from your clients, right? So clients are going to take action and... What what do you mean by clients are going to take action? Customers are going to take action. So what that means is... Generally, it means they, they're going to take a step towards 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 buying something from towards you. So this could be an appointment. Oh, okay. right, exactly. Right, right, they're going to take a or step. Or like book, towards like the book sale. an appointment or something like that. Exactly. Yeah. Book a high ticket um, sales appointment. Yeah. Exactly. So they're gonna they're gonna book a high ticket appointment or they're gonna to go towards a landing page that you've got. And the second number that we're gonna be focusing on is it's gonna drive sales. Sales. Right. Yeah. It's gonna drive actual numbers. Now We've seen that this happens immediately, right? It doesn't only massively boost sales, but it, it's also the thing that leads to sales appointments. So why is this the case? So the, uh, the the
0: one example, the very first client we took on, they used to get about twenty to thirty sales appointments a week, like high ticket sales appointments. So they're doing very good. That's a lot of volume, right? If you have a high ticket sales business, like that's just that's really, really really great. So we went to their list. The very first daily memo we sent, we got thirty eight appointments. Within 24 hours, it did 28 appointments, and then it did another 10 over the next three days or so, that email. And that email was sent once, right? And the reason why is because, one, it drove people to an action, okay? So there was a call to action in there. But the call to action was kind of (laughs) like, it's kind of weird because it's kind of like, hey, you know, whenever you're ready, you you can take this step. The next portion is trust. So it built a massive amount of trust. And the way that you build trust in these memos, I mean, we have an entire podcast on how these memos work, but the way you build trust in these memos by helping people to have an epiphany. So we use a story, a metaphor, and we tie that into something that's relevant to their life, relevant to a limiting belief that they have. And that trust then builds authority. And then when you ask for that action, it just makes it so much easier in order for them to to take that action. So that so you, you immediately, instantly get a result for the business owner. So if I went in and I and, and and I generated a week and a half's worth of sales appointment in a single day, you know, how likely is that business owner to hire me? You know, yeah, and you make is- up three, four, five months of your retainer, of your 60 grand, of your five grand a month, like you make that within the first email.
1: And this is what happened, right? So we went into a company and we implemented this. Literally two days later, they had, they had to close out the ads.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's a shut down all cold advertising. Yeah,
1: they 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 had to. Why? Because there was no appointments available in the diary for literally like a week and a half. Yeah, we and then it was like okay, diary. yeah, and then and then what do we do? Well, they had to then bring in three more salespeople mm. to take the influx of sales. Right, and this was this was a month ago, and they're still not running ads. <laughs>
0: yeah, they're still not running
1: ads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, still not running ads.
0: The, the, the calendar is
1: constantly
0: booked like ten days out. Yeah, because we just every time they open up slots, boom, we fill them with one of our daily memos.
1: Yeah, it's yeah. insane, right? Yeah, and because we're constantly building this trust every single day, we're mm. constantly building this trust every every single day. Even if they can't get an appointment. They're biting at the, they're chomping at the bit to get an appointment, right? Because they're clicking on this and 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 there's this social, there's this social influence. There's a social proof that affects their mind. You know, as, as a customer that's reading, reading these daily memos memos, they go to take their, we're, we're moving them to action, right? They're clicking on the link to go book an appointment and there's nothing available. Yeah. Well, that's just immediate scarcity, but it's genuine scarcity, right? We're not faking it. We're not inventing it; it's genuine scarcity, <laughs> yeah. right? We filled out the freaking calendars. They can't do anything about it. Yeah. Awesome. So this is tip of the iceberg. So the first thing, just 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 to summarize, you're going to go into a business and you're going to start giving them this service. 325 days. The first thing that's going to happen is they're going to start getting more sales, and they're going to start seeing massive action from their list, right? From the customers. Immediately. Yeah, yeah, immediately, right? That's the first thing. So what's next? Let's dive into it. So, well,
0: Simplicity. Well, no, the, it's, it's the point is that you go that this might sound like enough. Like, so copywriters would go, right, so this is where my job ends. I'm right, just run right. out that calendar. This business is making a shit ton of money. And so when you're selling this service, right, the first thing you talk about, and that's why Zach said it's the tip of the iceberg, is this. So, so we went into this business and we absolutely blew them out. Yet they're not going to see the true benefit of these daily memos until Yet. a little later, so yep. this really is only the tip of the iceberg. So you could differentiate yourself as a copywriter massively by understanding the benefits we're about to describe because they are vastly superior to any other copywriting service. So it's the let's, same. Let, let's get into that.
1: Yeah. So the next one is these 325 words are going to simplify the business that you start working with, right? It doesn't matter what the business is. You are going to simplify it. So... Pete, why talk to me about simplicity, dude. Why yeah. is it going to simplify their business? Why
0: is that going to simplify it? Well, we literally just said it. The first client we took on, they stopped media buying. They, didn't come up, they, they haven't come up with any new angles. They haven't had to make their advertising profitable. They literally had to stop media buying and remove that complexity out of their business because we're generating so many sales appointments for them. So that is just one example, right? In my business, what happened was is I didn't have to do any big campaigns anymore. So now the only process we have in our business is to generate a lead and then send them a daily memo. We went from this massive convoluting autoresponder system and monthly campaign launches- Just spider webs,
1: man. The forms were just dude. spider webs, yeah.
0: And now I've gone from a marketing business to an operations business where you do these operations and you
1: make money. So I so now- So tell have- me, tell me, tell me, just just so people have a clear understanding what is the difference between a marketing business and an operations business well a marketing business is
0: you have to be massively creative you think about launches you're constantly thinking about angles hooks what's going to hook them in am i going to do a survey funnel that's going to put them in a frame of mind so that they can then buy my offer you know it's like you're thinking of constantly thinking of marketing stuff in your business. So, every meeting you have with your team is marketing-based. What marketing can we do? How can we trick our people into buying our stuff this week or this month? You know, an operations business is where you don't think about marketing, you think about operations. The operation is write a daily memo according to this nine-step framework that we have. And, people, and, and you our know, copywriter follows this nine-step framework and then that's done. I don't mm-hmm. even have to look over it. My operations manager then takes the daily memo, puts it into HubSpot, my social media memo. That can memo- be done by a virtual
1: assistant as well,
0: right? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, operations manager, virtual assistant, basically same thing. Well, actually, my operations manager uses a virtual assistant to do that. <laughs> He's a smart guy. But guy. Um, yeah, <laughs> but so then my social media manager then takes the daily memo, turns them into social media posts and then goes, so so everything's just an operation, right? Because the marketing and the creativity is taken care of by the daily memo. So now I have one meeting a week and it's less than 10 minutes that I spend with my team a week. It used to be just hours upon hours to try and figure out campaigns and build them out. And then all these moving parts. So my business has been simplified to generating a lead and then Writing uh, uh 325 words a day to follow up with that lead, and then the closing happens with the with the with the high ticket sales or whatever, which Zach sorted out. But that's also an operations now, an operation so, now.
1: So, so I mean, I've been in this situation, right? <clears throat> you know, I've been in businesses as a as a as a, as a sales professional where where like like twentieth, you know, like twenty days into the month, right? Sales are freaking sucked. Yeah. All the sales guys are making sales, and they're like, and they're like we need to do something like, what can we do? Right. So we all get together. We have a meeting and we're like, what can we do? Okay. Well, let's do a JV, right? Let's hook up. Mm-hmm. Let's, 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 let's meet up with somebody or let's, let's write a webinar. So it's like, cool for the next week, I'm going to freaking write a webinar yeah. to hopefully drive some sales. Right. And so we, you know, we give the sales team this light into the tunnel and we say, okay, don't worry guys, we're working on it. Yeah. With this, all of that's eliminated right? The sales guys aren't freaking messaging me saying, Zach, there's no leads coming in, right? (laughs) Or, you know, know, it's like, we need to do something. You know, none of that. There's been none of that. So simplicity. So you're going to go into a business and they're going to eliminate probably for the vast majority of businesses, they're going to eliminate all these crazy things that so many people are doing, right? Because this is what we've been taught to do right? We've been taught to do campaigns. We've been taught to do countdown timers, taught to do special promotions, right? This is what everyone's speaking about. This is what you should be doing. And the secret to making it successful is this magical headline. If you just nail this freaking headline, <laughs> you, you know, this headline, bro. and this color, right? If you do it in fluorescent pink, right? And it flashes on three times, you're going to get five times more sales. you got to say add to car instead of buy now. Yeah, exactly. It'll make all the difference, bro. Yeah. And then you don't make it, you know, then nothing comes of it. And you're thinking, did I use the wrong color? <laughs> you
0: know? Yeah. 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 Oh, if only my, 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 my subject line of my email was better, you know?
1: Right, right, right. Exactly. Yeah. So massive things. So summary, first thing, results, right? Huge. You're going to get loads of sales, going to get loads of appointments in the calendar. Next thing is simplicity, right? You go in and they're eliminating all these complex structures that they have in place, to generate sales, right? Just go and, on. and
0: and I just want to say, the business owner is not going to believe you if you say this to them. They're yep. not going to believe that you're going to make their business simple. So, when the first the first step is to generate the results. Once you've generated the results, then they'll listen to you, and yep. then they are going to have to simplify their business because they're going to be making so many sales
1: from these daily memos, and they, they will not need to do campaigns. campaigns. They're not going to hit no. day twenty in the month, and they're like. Sure. You know, we've got no money coming and we've got to do a freaking webinar, Yeah, right? They're not going to have to do that. So organically, it's going to be simplified. Yeah. And this is kind of what you were saying, right? You know, when we first dived into one of the businesses that we're, that we're working with, they didn't quite see this at the beginning. Now they're starting to see this, right? When they start to see all these benefits, and this is what's going to happen with you. When to go into a business, drive them results at the beginning, and then as the results start to really take over, their business is organically going to start to simplify,
0: so, I mean, towards the end of this webinar, we'll, we'll, we'll tell you exactly how to position this so that the simplicity gets built into it. But I'll give you just a little hint is let's say a business owner comes to you and wants a VSL, right? What you're going to say to them is like, okay, cool. Let's figure out which stories, metaphors, and hooks your audience wants. And I'm going to write you 10 memos that we send to our audience. We'll pick the one with the best results, and then I'll write you a VSL for that, right? What's going to happen is you're going to send those ten emails, and they're going to be like, "Holy shit, I just got all these sales! <laughs> My yep. calendar's been blown out." And you, and then you say to them, "Hey, listen, do you want me just to continue writing these?" And if you if you sign up for three months, I'll write your VSL for free, right? And they're going to realize they don't really need the VSL, and they're going to sim- <laughs> and then you start simplifying things. So this is so this is a way that you could use this stuff. So. What, someone comes in you with anything dude, like a webinar you're like, "Yes, yeah, sweet man, let me write ten daily memos, ten memos don 't call them daily memos, just call them ten memos to your list, find out the the metaphor, the story that they relate to, the hooks that they respond to we'll see which one gets the most clicks, gets the most appointments, gets the most sales." And then I'll take that one, and I'll take all that. Take the top three, and then I'll write a three secrets webinar like Russell Brunson. If that's what they're into, Who, you know.
1: Yeah, and they're, and they're then, freaking love and, that. Then,
0: and then and then they they get the results, and they're like, holy shit. And then yeah. sure, you know, you could charge them for a webinar if you want or whatever. But whatever they come at you with, you say it's, the answer is a memo that you write to their list every single always day. Always a memo with different it's always intrigue. A memo, yeah, different intrigue, different insight different influence right so every memo is fresh new stories new metaphors and now we have like 300 400 of those and we're coming up with th- new ones every day but but yeah and that's how you introduce the simplicity that's just a little taster of how you
1: how you sell this so simplicity freaking love this right reduction of processes reduction yeah. of processes right reducing the amount of stuff that they've You're been worried about moving things from their to-do list exactly right and the to-do list of their stuff and so they're going to be sat there, man. And they're going to be like, ah, oh, like, 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 what do I do now? Right? Dude, I had Start to fire counseling. people. Right.
0: I yeah. had to get rid of people because I have no work for them. And others had to scale down massively. Like our automations guy, you know who I'm talking about? He went from working like 30 hours a week to like five. He was like, dude, can I get another job? Like, I was like, yeah, yeah, of course. Like, yeah, you could just work for us part-time. Like the guy designing our landing pages... He charges like 100 bucks an hour, by the way, because he's just such a good job. And he's been messaging me incessantly and needless, my operations manager, going, look, do you, do you guys have any work for me? And it's like,
1: no, I'm sorry. Like, But we used to you need didn't, And, and this know, wasn't planned. All right? the, it, yeah. <laughs> this wasn't planned. This was a byproduct. Of, yep. Let's repeat this, guys. 325 words, well-crafted, right? following the SOP that we've laid out, that we've created, right? We've curated this and we spent a lot of time putting this together, right? Yeah. Very simple to follow, but these 325 words, that's it. Like that's freaking it. That's it. Dude, should yeah. we crack on? Yeah, yeah. And it is it because it gives you data.
0: da Data.
1: So this is, this is where Dude, I'm where do I keep all there. my
0: dad jokes? Where do I keep all my dad jokes? I, I the don't the know database. how to respond to that.
1: The thing is with your jokes, man, is like, I actually find them quite funny, even though they're like technically fricking horrendous. You know? <laughs> so let's speak about data, right? <laughs> so why is data so difficult to get? Two things, guys. When creating a marketing strategy, and you guys all know this, right? You listening to this. There's so many freaking moving parts that it's difficult to know sometimes what's what's worked and what hasn't, right? If you if you look at sales that come in, right, in any functioning online business, infra product business, let's say they're making a hundred grand a month, right? And you go and you ask the business owner, it's like, what made that hundred K? Where did that hundred K come from? Yeah. And they're gonna be like it's just the it's just the it's just a combination of things you know yeah it's just it's it's lots of things dude All they'll just
0: point or they'll just point to one thing which is just right thing yeah like but great the,
1: salesperson but- right or great ad
0: yeah 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 so here's the thing data what is just what is data in a business like this data is knowing which hooks metaphors and angles are working right if you know that you can run your ads off that, if you know that you could run your webinars, your VSLs, your sales letters off that, you can write your emails off that, if you understand which hooks, which angles work. And this is the problem that I faced. Cold advertising, one example, right? I'd go in and I would test out, and I'm shitting you not, I have 2000 ad sets inside of Facebook ads. 2000, right? That all just different shit we tested out to get that, that data. Now we've got one <laughs> answer, right? And the thing is, to find out what works in cold advertising, for one example, is you have to just spend a shit ton of money. You have to test out all sorts of headlines, all sorts of creative. All and you've got no idea thoughts. whether it'll work, right? And you don't know if they're going to work. So you test out loads of them. And you just find out what will stick based on the principles you've read in Russell Brunson's book here, you know? And, and so that data costs so much money to get, but once you have that angle that works, you know, it's worth a million dollars, $10 million to your business. And you just, and you, but you, and you will spend money to get that because that Mm -hmm. data is so valuable. Finding out that hook, that angle that just
1: reels in your audience is like, man, that story, yeah, and, that metaphor just to take is worth it, so much. Yeah, it's and, and it's not just reading them in, it's it's what's what is the message that moves them to action? Yes. Right. Because because that's what we're trying to do always, right? Mm. Yeah. So you've got your product that you that you genuinely feel, you've created your offer, right? This amazing offer that you genuinely feel is going to help people. But how are you going to get them interested in it, right? <laughs> you know, it takes time and resources to get that data. Right. And so, what a lot of people will do is, is, as you mentioned, Pete, is they're going to go to other sources to find it. Right. They're going to, because they just don't. I mean, I mean, who is the time to freaking do this? Like, who is the time to do this? Or money. Or money, exactly. So, so there are are two kind of data points that the daily memo really helps us kind of hone in like big time. Right. Mm. It helps us to really just understand who your client is. Right. And more importantly, what moves into action, right? And just to give you a bit of an insight into how this works on a practical level with our daily memo, we break the memos down into four different types of memos, right? And just to really kind of nail that in, it's four different types of people, right? So it's four different types of messaging and they're broken into four things. So you've got anthropological, analytical, action, oriented and aspirational people. Now, some people might be predominantly anthropological. We're not going to get into what all these things mean right now. Yeah, and those would be here for the next freaking thirty hours. Yeah, but but you're going to be one type of person, right? So perhaps you're an action orientated person. So how would you describe an action or aspirational type of type of person, Pete?
0: So I mean, an actional kind of type idea. of person is someone's like loves actionable steps, like do this, then do that, then do this, and you're going to get this outcome, and it's like, yeah, I feel awesome about it. Aspirational type of people people that need to be inspired people that love like Tony Robbins kind of stuff like personal development kind of things or actually no no that's wrong like like aspirational story like a success story of some sort that
1: drives them to success always looking towards the future right yeah. they're always looking towards like they're I I, I describe de- describe them as kind of toward thinkers right you've yeah. got people that are like yeah. looking towards the future towards something greater
0: but I mean, so. but the point is, right, anthropological is like how the brain works, how the function works. That's like more like personal development type stuff. So, an analytical, people just into numbers. So, that's like case study numbers and whatever was, you know, when I go like, oh, my business made six million, sorry, one million in the last six months. That's an analytical thing that will grab a certain person's attention. But so, how do you, how do you get the data? Like, so the, the daily memo gives you the data on all of these four things. And the more you communicate with your customer, the more you know who they are. And this allows you to refine the message you send them. So if you send 30 memos a month, if you send a daily memo every day. You have 30 new angles or anthropological, some of them are anthropological, some of them are analytical, some of them are actional, some of them are aspirational. And that gives you data, like which one ever responded to the most? What was the message inside there? What was the one email out of 30 that did the best? That's the top three percent, right? So the top 3%, 97% of the rest didn't perform as well. So you have the top, you have access to the top 3%. And that is, that is true data because you've sent it to a list and you've tested it. And people have responded to a message. It is the ultimate thing. It is way better than a survey where people fill it out and tell you what it is. You collect data like you would not believe with these daily memos. Yeah. And so- that's, that's what this does. So what are the benefits of analyzing data? Do you mind if I just keep going with this? Yeah, rock and roll, brother. So this is like my jam. Like, I just love this shit. So now you have 30 angles a month, right? So you go to the business owner, you're going to say to them, look, this is the memo that performed the best. Turn it into an ad. So you take, what I like to do is I like to take the top three memos. So the top 10% of messaging in a month. And then I like to attach three images to those. And then you say to them, right, here you go. Here are nine ads for you to test out. Boom, just like that. How many ads is that a year? 108 new ads and angles per year that is in the top 10% of your memos, right? And if you look over a period of 90 days, well, now you have 90 memos to do that with. Yeah, you can be like, actually, you know, this one memo is the top out of 100 days. This one memo is the top memo. This is the top story, the top intrigue. This one is the one that got the best result. So what I'm going to do, not only are you going to analyze that and make sure you write more memos like that one, but you're going to turn that one into a VSL, an ad or a sales letter or something like that. And so now you're not guessing. You're not guessing which angles will work. You're not guessing what will work. You're running an experiment every single day. And this is what you're selling to the business owner. What other copywriter is doing this? No one's doing this, man. Even data analysts aren't doing this because they don't know how to write copy. And so you've got yourself this repurposing of the daily memo, where you turn them into ads, you turn them into social media posts, you take the top memos, and you can turn them into TikToks, into tweets. (laughs) So you start to really just take over the entire customer acquisition process of this business, as you're putting out more and more and more and more memos. So what can you start to promise a business owner when you write memos for them? You can say to them, yeah, sure, dude, I'm going to write memos for you. You know what I'm going
1: to do is at the end of every month, I'm going to give you nine Facebook ads. I'm going to give you nine short form TikTok scripts. I'm going to give you nine nine short form YouTube reels, You know, YouTube shorts.
0: I'm going to give you four YouTube video scripts every month or two or whatever you want to do. You can start to package this because all you're doing is you're reusing the memos you've already written. Oh, even the memos you've copied from
1: us. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this okay. is the vault that we, that, we, that we kind of skipped over, but we'll get to that in yeah, a second. Yeah, we skipped
0: over the vault, but we have this vault of like 300 and we're literally adding like two, three memos to it a day. So by the end of the year, we'll have like 600 in there. But so you could take the memos that work the best, and you can turn them into all these things. So your offer to business owners isn't just as a copywriter. You're going to say to them, "I'm going to do this is how I'm going to give you new ads. This is how I'm going to give you new sales letters. This is how I'm going to give you new webinars. Whatever it is they want, this is the process that you use to get there." And by the way, copywriters never have a process for getting to where they're going in this way, where they actually use data
1: to do. Yeah. that. So let's let's speak about that for a second because. Okay so you've got a copywriter they're they're working in a company right they're working for a business and they're and they're writing every you know every week every month for that business would you say that it's a fair a fair statement to say that you know most copywriters hopefully that are you know performing well have done the study you know they've put in the hours they understand what copywriting is they get it would yeah. you say that it's fair to say that they will take often their personality and put it into to the email, right? Well, yeah, for sure, dude. Yeah. Right. And so, and so, and so what's happening is, is that when, because, because the business and the copywriter isn't constantly looking at the data, right. And taking the data out, they're missing out on so many things here. So when we, A, increase the frequency without pissing off the audience and driving into action, And then we add on top of that, the fact that we're gonna be studying this data and feeding it back into the business with a really simple process, game changer, right? Yeah, yeah. So now you're selling a system. Now
0: you're selling a process. You're not selling copywriting anymore. You are selling an entire system for taking care of all of their creativity. Everything from now you take care of lead generation, follow up, and the third one, which is closing the sale, right? Unless they have exactly. a high ticket sales team where they actually close people on the phone, then you're not taking care of that, but you're certainly helping them with it with new sales letters, new VSLs, new all these things you just based on stuff that's already been written. It so makes your life a hell of a lot easier.
1: It does. So, you know, you know, I mean I mean th- there's been a few kind of gurus out there that have spoken of this idea of repurposing content, right? So you can create like a, a, like a, like a long form YouTube video and then you can take it and you can repurpose it for Instagram and you can repurpose it for TikTok, and you, you know, repurpose it for shorts. Right. Yeah. But the beauty of the beauty of the daily memo is that it's in a written format and we have access to all this data that you just don't get with YouTube, right? Uh You just don't get with YouTube. You only get it with the written format, sending them this daily memo every single day. And so then what you do is, is that becomes your basis. That becomes your foundation, right? The daily yeah. memo becomes your foundation. And from that, then you can extract your YouTube videos. Then you can extract your, your TikTok videos. Hmm. So we've kind of skipped on what we've actually got there now, but I just want to highlight this awesome statement from Jeff Bezos, right? The more you test, the more tests you run, the more money you make. Yeah, That's something you mentioned. Oh, Pete, so you know, I think,
0: I think he, said, he actually said like, if you double your experimentation, you double your income. Something like that.
1: Yeah, I can't. Yeah. Sorry, I can't exactly remember, but yeah, something it's, along it's, those lines. Yeah, but basically, you need to be testing, right? And this idea of data. You know, many years ago, you know, Pete's an OG in the, you know, in the, in the online business world. He's been doing this a long time. But many moons ago, he used to work for GSK. Right? Yeah, <laughs> that was Smith, that was a man. Sh- yeah, that, was a, that was a short-lived job. But, you know, they had a, they had a data analyst, you know, just for their freaking HR department, you know. Yeah, man. The that, that. For, massive... no, for the IT HR department. It was which like, is a subset of the HR department. Which is a subset
0: of the <laughs> HR department, which is, you know, it's like, it's like they even had a data analyst there. Like these big companies are data analysts all the time. And that's why they make money. It's because of data. And small businesses, online businesses, you know, we're too clever for data, man. We're too smart for that shit.
1: Too smart for that. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So, fundamentally, we're testing angles, right? This is one of the things they're able to do, which means that they don't need to test headlines, test copy, test creative, mm. all the time and money resources. We eliminate that. We do the test for them. Here's here's the cool idea, though. You're getting paid to test. Yeah. With every daily memo that you send out, right, and that's driving appointments. That's driving sales. But it's also a test. Right, you're testing angles, mm-hmm. so you're getting paid to test.
0: Dude, that's um, so powerful, then, man! Yeah, so they're making money while testing the angles, whereas before they had to spend money to collect the data in order to test the angles. Yeah, now, it's flipped on its head completely. And now, now you actually make a shit ton of money while getting the data. So it's absolutely brilliant for the business owner. That's just like
1: that's just epic, man! Yep. So, what's the knock on effect to this? Well, a few things, right? This is the knock on effect for the business, right? Well, they can scale with more predictability and certainty, mm. right? When you're the whole idea of a test is that it's a freaking test, you don't know what's going to work, right? Well, if yeah. you're not paying for the test and you're getting paid to test, well, then <laughs> you can scale, right, with predictability and certainty. Did that
0: like confused my mind, that statement. That, that statement.
1: Yeah. It confused mine too. If you but get
0: you can paid spend- to do a test inside of a wallet that's filled with cash, that's basically what we're saying.
1: That's basically what we're saying.
0: <laughs> Man, I just, I just, that's, that's just the stupidest thing I've ever said. I'm gonna, I'm that's okay, that back. dude. I'm gonna, yeah.
1: <laughs> I think we'll edit that out. I think we need to just... I mean, we've got to edit out a few things from this. Not my joke, though. Not your joke, dude. The Jag <laughs> joke is... Is definitely in fact we're gonna we'll edit it out and we'll put it right at the beginning. <laughs> if we put it at the beginning, right. people are gonna realize that we're just so freaking cool that they're gonna want to stay for the whole entire thing. Right? Well, thanks, man. I've got like I've got a couple more jokes up my sleeve if you want to hear. I think them. we should so. save them for the next for the next podcast.
0: Okay. I don't, don't want to. <laughs> I don't want.
1: I don't want people to think that I'm the most <laughs> hilarious comedian. That's okay. Yeah, I get it. I get you. You haven't blown your load on this one. They're gonna spend more on ads, right? So if if you're not having to waste money on testing. It's not just that you're getting paid to test, but you can spend more on ads. You've got mm. more cash flow that you can invest into your ads. So this is focusing on lead generation now. So all of a sudden, they've got more free cash that they can invest into their ads. And guess what? You're going to be the person that's going to be providing them with the this ads. This is you. Yeah, yeah, this is you. This just is just the copywriter that, that was a, <laughs> You were a commodity. You used to be a commodity. There used to be 5,000 people behind you. And all of a sudden... Now with this methodology, with this strategy, with this model, you're enabling the business owner to freaking spend more money on ads. What? Yeah. You can dominate social media with more certainty. Why? Well, we know what makes their avatar tick. We know what's making them take action, right? Which means that when you repurpose these daily memos, right? When you repurpose them, they're able to dominate social media. Why? Because they're not spending time doing the creative anymore because that's done. Mm. right? You're delivering Mm. the the creative to them, but you're not just delivering any creative. You're delivering tested creative that you know that works. Yep. Right. So they're able to dominate social media.
0: Yeah. Yeah, man. And the more time uh, that passes. But basically the business owner can go, they can go ham with this and you, you could just, you could be such a key person in their business. And this is what makes you unfireable. Absolutely, you cannot fire. You cannot get fired. If you get fired, their business like fails.
1: Yep, you know. Yeah. Well, what's going to happen is is if they want to get rid of you, they're going to have to replace someone with your skill set. And again, this isn't something you do learn in a day, right? It takes a little bit of you. You, you know, you need to know what you're doing with all this stuff. You need to know what yeah. you're doing to to create it. You need to understand how to actually do this properly without. First and foremost, without pissing off your audience. And secondly, how to actually generate those three I's, right? Intrigue, insight, and influence, right? Yeah. And then repurposing this data. But basically, you're going to help them scale their business, right? So they can bring in more cus- customers without the business getting more complex. Did are solve this? So now I'll be honest with you guys, we could probably sit here for the next freaking two hours and speak about more things, but these are the core ideas, right? So let's just summarize them quickly. So, notes are ready. Because this is what you're going to do when you go into a business with the daily memo service, right? Not a freaking copywriting service, the daily memo service, right? Mm -hmm. This is what you're going to do. You're going to help them get more appointments. You're going to help them get more sales because their customers are going to trust them more. You're going to have more data that allows you to, that allows them to scale the business and earn more money. You'll help them eliminate complex campaigns and funnels, right? So the business will be simpler and they'll be earning more. Number five, because you've got more time, right? And because you have, hold on a second, this is a bit of a complex a complex line here. Let me do this. Because you have the time-consuming and proven creative angles already done, repeat that, right? The time-consuming and proven creative angles already freaking done, it means you produce content on a scale greater than your competition that allows you to dominate your niche, Number six, you become more profitable as a business because you spend less money on testing ads, VSLs, everything we mentioned before, as well as the time you need to create the creative. Yeah, So, so this is what you're going to do for a freaking business.
0: Yeah, so this is how, so so this is how you sell it. This is all the things that you know that the business owner doesn't know, so you need to communicate those things, right? So what I quickly want to do is just a really, really fast exercise before we wrap this up. Let's do it. is and and, and I alluded to it before. But if you're a business owner and you come to me and business owners think they know what they want, right? From a copywriter. I want someone to write emails. I want someone to write a VSL. I want someone to write a sales letter. So let's say, for example, someone wants you to write a sales letter. I want you to do my one-page sales letter that freaking Sam Cart talk about all the time, right? And so what you do is you you do what I said earlier, is you say to them, right, okay, absolutely. So what we're going to do is we need to test 10 hooks, 10 stories, metaphors to your audience. So I have written 10 for you already, right? This is before you've closed the sale because you go into the vault. All right, well, this, this is what we do. Like if, you, if you're part of our like community or whatever, you go into the vault, you pick out 10 daily memos that you've written before or that we've written before and you, say to the, and you just tweak them slightly. It takes half an hour to tweak 10, boom, right? Then you go to the business owner and say, look, I've already written these 10 for you, for your audience. All we have to do is we have to send them out. Then you're gonna say to them, "I'll, I'll do this for you for free so that we can see which one they respond to the best. And then we can go ahead and write the sales letter for you. That is an irresistible offer to a business owner. They go, holy shit. Like, so, so you're going to say, right, because we need to find out which angle is going to work. But, but this is also going to make you some sales along the way. So what I want to do is I actually want to make you enough sales to pay my fee in those 10 days that we're going to be sending these out. And not only will you be making enough money to cover my fee, but then we'll actually know which angle your audience will respond to the most. We're going to understand your avatar more. We're going to 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 understand understand your avatar more. We're going to know which actions they take. And then I'm going to write the sales letter based on that. That's how you sell it. Because what's the first thing that we talked about on this call in terms of of hooking in the business owner? It's the sales, right? So how can you give them an irresistible offer that takes almost no energy from you, that separates you from the entire cast of copywriters as you come up with a plan to get the best, angle for their sales letter because the business owner is going to understand. They're going to have read this. They're going to have read Russell Brunson's three books there. They're going to understand hooks and angles. And you're going to be like, wow, you're going to test out 10 of them. That's really cool. And you're going to do it for free. That's amazing. How can you say no? So then you go into the second portion of the sales process. So you give them that and then this happens, right? They start seeing sales immediately to their old sales
1: letter. To they just, will, to if you follow the daily member strategy, they yeah. will see an impact immediately.
0: Yeah, yep. So that, so they immediate, they immediately
1: see sales and go, "Oh
0: shit! I haven't paid yep. this guy anything, and he's already made me all this money." And it took you thirty
1: minutes of work, right? To it took
0: do. you thirty minutes of work, right? And so. Then they come back and you say to them, look, so I've got this sales letter for you. We're going to write it based on this. But while I do that, do you want me just to continue making you sales through daily memos? And they're going to be like, and, yep. and they'll be like, yes. And you'll be like, listen, I was going to charge you five grand for the sales letter, but I'll charge you five grand and I'll write you 30 more, 30 more daily memos. So while I'm writing this sales letter, you can just get all of those daily memos and we're making money while you're doing that, right? And it's it's just $5,000, we'll do that. And then, and you, you've you already m- probably made them way more than five grand already, right? So now they're going, hold on a minute, I'm getting 10 emails plus a sales letter. And then you say to them, you know what I'm gonna throw in for free though, is actually just how we just looked at for the best angle for the sales letter. We're gonna use out of the 40 daily memos we're now gonna send for you. I'm gonna take the top three or the top four actually, and I'll pick out like, three images for each one. We'll give you 12 Facebook ads that you know are going to work to this because actually that's what's been making sales for your business. And they go, what the fuck?
1: Right? Yeah. If you want to help somebody, Pete, if you want to help someone. What do you mean if you want to help someone? Finish, finish the line. If you want to help someone. Oh, if you want to prove to someone you can help them. Actually, Actually freaking help them.
0: them. (laughs) (laughs) That fell on its ass very quickly. If you want to help someone, what help them? (laughs) If you want to, this is the old advantage, right? Yeah, yeah. If you want to prove to someone, yeah. If you want to prove to someone, you can help them. Actually, help them. So this is how you come up with a grand slam offer, because now you're solving, now you're solving three problems, three massive problems, and they're like, and at this point, they haven't even given you a check yet, and they're thinking, where has this person been all my life? right? You've changed your positioning entirely because you are just giving them value, making them money, and then saying, look, for this amount of money, I'm going to take care of all these other problems for you. So then you're going to write the sales letter and the way that you usually write it based on the angles that you've just done. They're going to give them 12 new Facebook ads or YouTube ads, whatever it is that they're doing, wherever they're doing ads. Maybe they're doing Google display and you're going to do that with them. And then at the end of that 30-day period. You have integrated yourself into their business in such a way that they cannot fire you or get rid of you. And yep. then you say to them, look, we can just keep doing this every single month, five grand a month. And five then a month. at that point, the sales letter is written. The appointments are being generated if they're high ticket. They're making sales and you're getting five grand a month for 30 minutes a day. 30 minutes a day. 50 grand client. And if you want to, you can bring on a copywriter from Upwork to do those memos for you. Yep. And you can just like be their copy chief. So then you end up doing no work. <laughs> yeah. So this is what we're going to speak about now, right? So, right. so that's how, but that's how you position this thing. And that's how you get 60K clients.
1: Yep. So, I and mean, we've kind of covered this. You become unfireable. They can't fire you. This is, it's just so powerful. Guys, I just want yeah. to say this. Once you get the concept of everything we've discussed here, you are no longer a copywriter. You're a memo man, right? You're a memo man. Right. And so the power a of a daily man, memo. You can yes. be a memo man even as a woe man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. This is indiscriminate of race, color, sex, or where you come from. Right. You can yep. be a memo man wherever you're from. So <laughs> now we got to this awkward this awkward tangent, but I'll just roll with it. Right. But this is the thing, right? 30 minutes a day, and this is real, like this is happening right now, right? We've brought on clients that are paying us sixty thousand dollars a year and our copywriters are working 30 minutes a day that are generating sixty thousand dollars a year. Now here's the thing. If you're smart, right, and you get you get business and you get a scale, well, immediately you've got a six-figure business. Right? Instantly. Instantly. But then if you get business and you want to scale it, well, cool. Well you can as 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 Pete said, right? You can bring on other copywriters. And that's going to make you freaking seven figures. Yeah. A month. And guess what? Every single client that you're working with, every single person you work with cannot fire you. They can't yeah. fire you. It becomes nearly impossible. Yep. Yeah. I yep. mean, they can fire you, but they, they will go out of business. So, so what's next, dude? So we've been through all this cool stuff. So what do people have to do now, Pete? Like, They've looked at all this stuff. Look, man, this
0: just 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 go to them.com. You've got two choices. One, either you become a client of ours or we train you how to, how to do this stuff. We train yep. you properly. And exactly. so and also if you're watching this on YouTube, just look below. And we've got even more podcasts and more trainings like this that we've given for absolutely free. So you have can a click somewhere
1: and you can get this document, right? We're gonna make yeah, this yeah, yeah. available.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And click in the in the show notes. Or in the yep. description in YouTube, uh, or if this is on the website on the blog, just look below. Literally, you can get access to this document that we've spoken about on here, and then get our daily memos. Yeah, like literally sign up to our email list, get a memo every single day. Take that memo, swipe it, or put it in a swipe file in your own vault. So you've so, so when when you've got ten of our memos <laughs> and you've read You can them, freaking go do this yourself. You can go do this <laughs> yourself. You don't even need yeah. us. I shouldn't even say that. <laughs> get on our email list and get our daily memos so that you can so you can see how the hell this thing's done, you know. That's and I just different.
1: want to say as well, you know, if if you're sitting there and you're like you're like, I like, like I do want to know more, then freaking email us. Zach you know Z A get on a
0: call with you, dude.
1: Yeah, like I will I will jump on a call with you. Yeah. I will jump on a call with you and we can and we can chat about this. We can we can figure out a strategy for you exactly basically if it's feasible for you to actually do this, right? We can just hash yeah. it out, have a chat well, together. We're,
0: we're just you know, we're just looking to get to know our audience too, because this Yeah, is, we want to
1: understand what's going on.
0: Yeah. Brand new this stuff, like because we just started this business like a couple of months ago and we're absolutely hammering home the cash. Yep. So that's why we were like, Holy shit. We need to be teaching people this. And there are 30 million businesses. Well, we in the need US
1: copywriters. That need like, 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 like we need copywriters. We do. So we do need if, copywriters. if you're a copywriter, <laughs> like, like we need your services like today. Yeah. So, but if you've got any questions, like e- email us, like ZSCK, Zach, at com. And they got or Peter. Peter. Peter yep. Peter at memo P E T E R. In case you don't know how to spell Peter.
0: I like how you say it. It sounds like peanut.
1: Peter, Yeah. Peanut. <laughs> it sounds like. I mean. Anyways, let's uh, move <laughs> on from that. <laughs> Over there. Cool. Yeah. All right, dude. All should right. we wrap this up for today?
0: Yeah, dude. I think I think we should uh, we should wrap it up. All right. Thanks, guys. We will chat.
1: Stay awesome. Yeah. Adios from the memo men. See you soon. Memo men. Memo men. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's yeah. We're just too yeah, cool, just, man. We're just too, yeah, cool. too cool. for school. Yeah, we
0: know it. Hey, thanks for listening. Now, if you enjoyed this podcast, then you should do two things. One, subscribe as a regular listener. And then the second one, if you want to be really smart and actually make some money from this, go to memomen.com and get our daily memos sent to your inbox. It's absolutely free. And you can simply swipe those. 325 words and use them in your own business. I'll see you on the inside.